Yo, yo, what's up, John? I hate, I hate Cam Newton. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 538, in which we talk about our second victory in a, in a row versus the Panthers. Four and six, dude. Four and six. We are, we are a game out. Of the playoffs. We're one game out of the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? I'm telling you. Playoffs? I'm telling you. Welcome to this very special Thanksgiving Eve edition. <laughs> in which we get to talk about another victory. Do you have a turkey sound? <laughs> do you have a turkey uh, sound bite there? Didn't you have? Uh, didn't you do I that used one year? To, you I used to. I used you were to. just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. Let me see if I still have it. That'd be hilarious. It's just funny because way back in the day, like over 20 years ago, Aaron and I were both working at Virginia Tech, home of the Hokies. Oh my gosh, I hit the turkey. I hit the turkey sound effect sound and it just has a like a yellow triangle with an exclamation point like it can't find the file. So oh, maybe maybe it's too old. Maybe it got deleted somehow. Maybe it's corrupt. Maybe. Maybe it's a corrupt turkey sound. But I do have the uh, logo. How do you like the uh, I mean, the little turkey over there on our logo on the side of the screen? Is, is that a picture of a turkey from your property? Because you have you have wild turkeys that, that roam a uh, cool mountain. No, it is not. It's a picture from the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> Much easier to obtain than actually physically going out and finding a turkey, A. Eh? B, making sure it stays still long enough to take a picture of it. Because those things are dumb, dude. They're so funny when they're, like, walking through the woods. (laughs) And then if you're, like, because they'll always be on my driveway. Because if you guys didn't know, I live, like, a half mile back into the woods on a gravel driveway. And um, whenever those turkeys are on the road and you're just, like, driving slow behind them, they'll, like, start, like, meandering down the road, like, looking at you, like, ooh. Still following me, but they never get off the road. They'll just like, <laughs> and every once in a while they'll like, take off, and they'll be like, "Look out, you dumb doo doo turkeys!" <laughs> like I don't know how those things can fly, dude. It's insane. When you see them ta- <laughs> take off, you're like, "Uh, these things should not be able to be- go airborne." <laughs> they can't fact, fly for very long. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wright brothers saw a turkey fly and were like, "Um, if they can do it, dude, we can do this." <laughs> Um. So anyway, welcome everybody to the podcast, and we get to talk about another victory. I gotta say, I wasn't calling this one. I was. I during this game, I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna blow this thing." This game had had all the trademarks of red of a Redskins now Washington football team blowing and blowing the blowing the game, and and you know Cam Newton was making his comeback. He's back. back. <laughs> Did what you see that, that dude at the end? The guy in the stands? The dude rolling up his sign? And it's like, <laughs> go away. Go home or something like that. Oh, man. Dude, that, you love that guy. guy. You love his 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 moxie. <laughs> you love how he like you love how he like run ran to the middle of the field after that touchdown like he had just won the Super Bowl and downed it on the Panther logo. That didn't bother me because that was, you know, his home stadium. No, but you still now, loved it. If he it, decided yeah. to do something like that at, at like, our stadium, I, I I would want players to go over and, and beat him. <laughs> if you did that at our stadium, I expect Jonathan Allen to go pile drive him. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much like all the defense, all the defense, defensive line are out there trying to catch Cam Newton because he's still pretty fast, you know. And they're like, he is. How's an after him? I, 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 I was like, oh, I'm going to get him. I don't but know. We only ended up with a one sack, right? Yeah. I don't know why this is, but for some reason, whenever I would see him smile, it made me angry. (laughs) It's it's such a disingenuous smile. He's such a disingenuous person. He gives the football to kids and he goes to hospitals and does all that stuff, but that's great and all. But man, he's just, he just doesn't really care about that. He's just doing everything he's doing just to try to make himself look good. And I know the people in Carolina, like someone down there was like, he's like a God in Carolina. Well, that's fine. But Anyone in Carolina over thirty, they're all like bandwagon jumpers anyway. So I don't, I don't care. There were a lot of Redskins fans at that game down there at the. Uh, yeah, those were dudes that lived in Carolina, grew grew up Redskins fans, and didn't change their team. Like Brad Johnson. My hats off to those guys for not changing their team. I understand cheering right. for the Panthers. Like, if you grew up a Redskins fan. And then your city got a team. I understand cheering for them when your team oh, is yeah. not playing. Right, right. That's one thing. But just ju- bandwagon jumping? Psh, please. I don't have a problem with that. They put a sit. I mean, Washington Nationals came from uh, Montreal. Suddenly it was like, oh, we have a baseball team. That's the baseball team I'm rooting for now. But before that, I was rooting for the New York Mets because their AAA team was here in Norfolk for like 30 years. Yeah, but they moved out. Isn't it the Orioles now? It is the, the, the Tidewater Tides are now with the with the Baltimore Orioles. They've got spirit. What is they that? The Baltimore Orioles. I was some song from the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles in the 1980s. I don't know. <laughs> They've got the spirit. They've got the spirit. <laughs> Something oh like gosh. that. That's kind of like Redskins Magazine. Magazine. <laughs> Man, I love Redskins Magazine. Those that was used to be like the only Redskins talk show that was on anywhere. Man, back, back like way pre Yeah, remember it was it's what's his face uh, <clears throat> McGee, Tony McGee, mm-hmm. and I don't know who that woman is, but recently I saw them on. They're on a show again. It's just called something different, but they're using like the I'm, same cameras and set from like nineteen eighty five. I haven't seen it like in the last year, but before that, it was on like like Mastin and stuff like that forever. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the same production value from the '80s. <laughs> anyway, yeah, really. <laughs> um, all right, I could change the light. I could change the gels on these four lights here. Hold on, let me go up there. Hold on, change, I change my the hand. color. Um, let's talk all about right, our. They, they have like one guy who did like lighting the sound. Anyway. Our quarterback was game. tearing it up, dude. He was he was Anaki. He was not to be denied. Dude, he had three touchdowns in this game. Am I wrong? Three. You were not wrong. Dude was 16 of 22 for 206 yards and three touchdowns. And you may yeah, think that's had- not a lot of yards, but like we always say. Guess what we did to win this game, just like the last week? We ran the ball. We ran the ball. I know all these youngsters today love passing the ball and throwing the ball because it's more exciting, blah, blah, blah. And even people like Al Galdi are like, you don't have to have the run to open up the pass and blah, blah, blah. And how did we win these two games? By controlling the ball, by running it. and not managing the the game. That's how you win. Managing the game. That's how you win. You can't, you can't, you can't get out there like like a lip licker, like that former coach at Oregon. What's his name? Chip Kelly. Yeah, just like throw lip it hundred Kelly. times in five minutes. And he, yeah, and he would have it would be like hurry up offense all the time. They'd get like eighty something plays on the offense, but they were moving so quick, like the defense was on the field all the time trying to catch up to it. So they started giving up a ton of points, just like the Oregon Ducks did in college. Yeah. Yeah, because their defense is spent. But anyway, you've got to manage it. You've got to manage it. Taylor Heineke has been doing a really good job these last couple of games managing the game, especially in the fourth quarter with that great uh, that great drive, that longest drive of the year for any NFL team this season and last game as well. Yeah, like time of possession in this game. I saw it here somewhere. I got the ESPN thing pulled up. 
Time I'm of possession. We had 35-53 to 24-07. That's 10, right. 11 more minutes, dude. 11 more minutes yeah. of time. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot of time that your offense is on the field that their offense is not on the field. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the other thing that I wanted to point and out. And the tires down their defense. Yeah. And our defense, yeah, if you're hitting them running the whole game, they get tired by the end. I mean, did you see how many we yards ran. he was putting up in the fourth quarter, uh, Gibson? Because their defense is um, tired, and they're supposed to be a pretty good defense. Yeah, we, we ended up with 190 yards rushing. 190, yeah. almost 200 yards rushing in this game. Yeah, it's insane. And yeah. um, I think Gibson had like 100 of it, and then the rest were split between Patterson and... And um, I guess McKissick and I guess think Heineke in a couple runs. Heineke's but, uh, got had six runs. DeAndre Carter had one for negative three yards. I can rem- I remember that play. Actually, uh, yeah, Gibson went nineteen for ninety five. Was it? A and pitch? he had that once again horrible, horrible fumble. Oh yes, we will talk Man, about what this a, fumble. What? Yeah, but I was trying to stay positive at first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other stat that I wanted to throw out here that stuck out to me, how bad our defense was for the first eight games, nine games, until the Bucs game that we went to. Um, Remember on third down, and we were giving up, whoever knows the percentage of third downs, but it seemed like always giving up third downs. We were giving up. We were 32nd in giving up third downs. We were last in giving up uh, first downs on third downs. Dude, in this game, we were we gave up two out of nine third downs. And we gave that? up one out of three fourth downs. So yeah. combined third and fourth down, they got three out of 12, dude. Yeah. Dude, I know, man. That's 25% if my math is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I was pumped about that. And does it seem to you that it seems to me like we've kind of abandoned the uh, like staying off and doing so much zone defense that we were doing earlier in the year, and we seem to be like pressing more. And I we think seem we're like getting more a lot like a more communication. <laughs> it looks like we're, I, I think we're seeing more and more uh, like Bobby McCain and Cameron Curl, who Cameron Curl, we should be thinking about the Pro Bowl, by the way. Um, those two are communicating better. Landon Collins is playing up close to the box and and I don't know what his position is, but I just know he's on the field all the time and he's, he's doing a lot better. Oh doing yeah. What he's doing when he doesn't have to chase people down. Um, yeah. What's his face. Danny Johnson was playing pretty well. Oh my goodness. Cam he Newton had a really there? good game and he, he threw some, he threw a couple of really, really good balls out there. I have to say. Yeah. Dude, you know who? But I think our defense were doing was doing really, really well. We haven't seen like at all like this week, and I don't remember him much last week. Is our mm-hmm. rookie uh, Saint Juiced? I think he's out with the concussion. I he was in this week because he was on was special he? teams. Yeah. Huh. I saw I saw him in there on special teams, so maybe the week before he was out with a concussion. But um, anyway, maybe someone can confirm or confirm or deny that. I'm, ch- I'm going to check out the website, the team website, but that's who knows what's what all right. We'll well, while you're there. doing that, Taylor Firefly is staying up late in the UK to uh, listen to this um, podcast. He had a concussion. He did not play last week. I think you've had his number confused with somebody else. No, I could have sworn I saw him against. Carolina. They said he was questionable, though. So maybe he did. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, look. Firefly confirms he played special teams. Okay. He definitely huh, played. That's interesting. Yeah, because he's not covering. He wasn't. Maybe they just kept him kept him out. You know, they're working him back in. But I don't know. Yeah. Something has happened, and our defense has gotten a lot better in the last two weeks. Look who came to visit. Kenny Ken from Canada. Kenny Ken. Is in the uh, chat room. All right, Taylor Bud Laddie Goat <clears throat> asked <laughs> us what we think about Curtis might be ready for the game on Monday. I think we should sit him for the rest of the season. If he's ready, I say play him. 
Let him earn some money. He's ready. Yeah, yeah. If he's in. ready, I don't care if he's ready for just one game. If he's ready, but don't bring him back early. Don't bring him back yeah. early. It's a don't hamstring. bring him back just early. Let him. If he's good, put man. him in. That's my thought. Could be a secret weapon second half. I know that uh that uh uh Logan. Logan. Were you going to say Logan Thomas is coming back too? Or Mike? I, 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 how did I forget Logan? How did I forget his first name? I don't know, but he's practicing. yeah, he's yeah, he's he's back in uh he's back in rehearsal or uh practice right now rehearsals. He's, in rehearsals. <laughs> he's back so, in practice right now, so I don't know. We need Logan Thomas. I mean, with uh, Ricky Seals Jones Seals Jones out, and, yeah, uh, yeah, with that hip, dude. How about that play though to John Bates on that fourth down where Heineke like threw its sidearm under that big defensive lineman's arm and got it there. That wasn't to John Bates. That was a different play. The different that play was on the left side where he was about to get hit by like another dude and he got out of his arms and threw that ball to John Bates coming back. It was only a six yard pass on that one, but it was that wasn't something like that. But that was that was on that was to the right side. Um, the one that you're talking about. Okay. Still, that it might have nice been play. to him too because Bates did have like a, three catches total. So that okay. might have been him, but uh, I remember John Bates very specifically on the one where Heineke dropped back. Some, you know, got out of the pocket, was about to get hit, pretty much dozy doed with the guy, and then another guy was coming forward to nail him, and he just threw the ball to Saint to um, um, John Bates, who was running up and just who had an amazing catch, I have to say. And dude. Speaking of an amazing throw, what about that one to Cam Sims where I have no idea how it got through in the end zone? It looked it like it was going to be picked right. off by two dudes. <laughs> two two dudes. Two dudes were just like, ah, and it was just like, like the thread of the needle. Did you watch like the replay of that? I saw it in, in um, on whatever this hype video is that the Washington football team put up on their website, and they showed it in slow motion. And it's even uh, crazier yeah. how it got in there. Like it had a window, like you know, it was like those those competitions they used to do on ESPN in like June when they had nothing else to show, where they would have the quarterback competition and they'd have to like throw through these like holes from like a hundred yards away and stuff. Right. It was like that. <laughs> it was pretty insane. X Factor three fifty sevens on his lunch break. Where does he live? India. Maybe he works the second shift or something. Maybe. Anyway. But, dude, Taylor Heineke had a great game, and he had that hit. He got hit late when he was sliding, and he just got up and just stood there right and staring at that dude until someone pulled him away. Oh, oh yeah, dude. That was fantastic. At that point, I was like, fantastic oh, throw. They made him mad now when he slid. Yeah. And then he, he ran and slid and got hit late, and they didn't call it, which is fine because I'm tired of them calling wimpy things. But – um. Yeah, he just got in that dude's face, and I, I don't know who it was. One of his offensive linemen was like, no, and like pulls him away. Like, we are not getting a penalty on this. Well, there there was there were rumors that, that Carolina was actually out there trying to hurt people during this game. Oh, really? I didn't Believe see anything about that. Where did you see that? Uh, I saw that on the Reddit Washington football team site. I don't know how – I. I kind of I went back and I watched the actual recording of the game, like with commercials and stuff. And I, I don't know. It didn't seem like that they. It didn't seem like they were doing that to me. Uh, it didn't seem like like. It didn't I seem didn't like see it was anything. like Bounty Gate Two, but some people were talking about it being Bounty Gate Two. So, but hopefully, hopefully most people were like, eh, I don't think so. But I mean. Yeah, what I do you think? I mean, I didn't see anything really that bad, but who knows? Okay. Yeah. Have you heard any players say it though? Because those are the ones that would be like, "Yo, seriously." Yeah, that's that's where you really want to hear it. But you'd wonder. Hope, hopefully, in the past, and like three years ago, we would hear players say it. Players say it, but now with Ron Rivera in charge, maybe they keep it kind of a lid on that sort of thing. You know? Yeah, maybe. Like, like, like you know, the more classic places would do. <laughs> Remember when we were in Canton and we saw that cat guy, that panther guy that had the uh, Cat Man, who was also a Green Bay Packers fan. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm also a Green Bay fan. But we're like, but you're in the Hall of Fame as being a Panthers fan. Who's only had a team for like 10 years at that point. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, that was interesting. Because they have that one little corner at the Hall of Fame. But then again, you know, he was a Green Bay fan, but he was went, but he lived in Carolina. So when the Carolina Panthers were founded again, you know, he was like, all right, I'll be a fan of the team this year. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I don't see the people that decided to change teams as a traders I do. myself because I, because I mean, you know, traders. the NFL put a team in their backyard, just like the Washington nationals came from Montreal. Suddenly we got a baseball team and we yeah. come back to the Baltimore Orioles. Okay. All right. I call them traders though. Um, have it your way, dude. I will have it my way. <laughs> You're traitors, dude. Anyone that's over like 40 years old there that's a Carolina fan either started watching football in 1995 or they're traitors. <laughs> traitors, dude. Traitors. Anyway. Um,. I think you can support the hometown team, but your team is your team. Yeah, we were talking about that. Was that before the podcast where we were like, yeah, I understand you can cheer for them, your hometown team, but when your team is there, no. They can be like your second favorite team. Anyway, I'm not going to argue about this stuff because... (laughs) I don't really have anything else to say. (laughs) Traitor. Go football team! Right, but dudes, um, we're four and six, man. We're four and six. We're one game out of the playoffs. We are one game back, man. <laughs> how many games do we have left? Eight? Seven? We're four and six, so that's ten. Leaves seven games. Seven games. Left. Seven games this weird year where they've Still added weird. that extra game on. So here's the thing. <clears throat> seven games left. If we can win three of those games, then we have the same record as last season, correct? Or the same number of wins? Same number of wins. This year we would be, it could be nine and eight. If we get, <laughs> if we get four more wins, then we have more wins than last season, correct? Four yes. out of seven? Yes. Do you think that's possible? We're going to beat the Seahawks this week. And I want my revenge on them because I'm tired of them beating us in the playoffs. So we're going to beat them. We've got five division games at the end of the year. Anything can happen in the division games, dude. The Cowboys are starting to look crappier. Zeke is done. Um, Dak's Dak's overrated. Their offensive line is... Just came back from ACL, just saying. Porous. I I know. Their offensive line is is their offensive line. It used to be like three or four years ago. They used to be the best offensive line in the league, and now they they are falling apart. If well, here's the thing. If um, you listen to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, they still have the best offensive line. (laughs) They said it a little over like seventy two hours ago. So, um, ah ah ah. You know, they got it handed to them from the Chiefs, and that was good to see part of. All I know is that we had the first place schedule this year. We already played Chiefs as well and Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. Um, And we've got four wins. we 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 beat the current Super Bowl champions, four and six, and we're going into arguably now the easiest part of the schedule. Yeah, I'm getting pumped. I am getting pumped. My point is, is if we can win seven games this year, I think we've improved because we did that against the first place schedule. Even if we don't top the seven wins from last year, I think it's a a step forward for the team. Um, I wish we could have got our defensive crap together like five, six, well, 10 games ago, giving ourselves. (laughs) And these injuries are starting to pile up and that's really concerning, especially on the O-line. I want us to walk through the O-line. Because I'm not even sure yeah, who's playing yeah. anymore. Um, <clears throat> Schweitzer, we got we we got big stomach Schweitzer at, at center. 
going, whoa, every time he's snapping the ball. Well, he looks you like and I were watching it. He's and false starting like, every he's time. False starting. He's false starting. And finally they called him for it. He's like, false the starting show, every like, play. What is he doing? <laughs> he has to like oh. lean forward as he hikes it to get the ball around his like belly or something. I don't know. <laughs> he was lining up, and I was like, he is a really he. I was just like, he's he's really fat for a center. He, he was. Fall, <laughs> I mean, he false started every time, and they finally called it. And um, then Keith Israel had to come in. Keith Ismail. Hey, we've got and a new person in. in the Discord room. Check this out. It's 2B4. Object, object. 2B4. 2B4. 2B4? Is in the is in the podcast. Is in, yeah, is in the chat room. So, um, welcome to the chat room, 2B4. 2B4. 2B. 2B4. 2B4. Um, anyway, so let, let's go down the let's go down the list of who's actually going to play. And who's injured at the offensive line? Is well, Rollier's done for the year, right? Am I correct in that? I think Rollier's done. He broke his leg. So he's All done. right. What happened to Larson in this game? Larson apparently sprained his MCL. Um. <clears throat> so we may end up with what's so be... large Schweitzer right <laughs> in the middle of the field again. I'm not sure. The Schweitzer brother. The only one that remains. <laughs> the, the, the Schweitzer pedophilias. <laughs> the Schweitzer pedophilias <laughs> is now the center, but he's so large, he has to fall start in order to hike the ball properly. Here, hold on, hold on. Let me see. If, if you're watching, all right, I'm, I'm sideways on my, on my camera now. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Are you going to try to demonstrate this on camera? And he's 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 like this. He's getting ready to go, and he's like, I mean, his hat. He's got a he's got a really big belly for a center. He just he's just really large, so he's leaning over. He's lots of heft, and he keep, every time he goes whoa like forward before he snaps the ball for like a half second beforehand. You guys have to have seen it. I mean, we saw it every single play. Yeah, I guess he toned it down like later in the game. I was like, they've got to take him out if he can't snap the ball in sync. <laughs> it was like him and and I guess Scherf were like moving at the same time. And like the other three, like Scherf was just looking for him to move, you know, like looking at the ball right next to him, I guess. But so, they seem to have figured it out. So hopefully. So, so is Lucas playing thin on the, on the tackle spot? Cosme apparently hurt his hip. Hips, so, hips are what, very what, popular this year. So what's his status for this week? We don't know. Uh, I don't know. We Josh, know what his status Josh is for tomorrow. <laughs> he's going to be eating some turkey because he's a big lineman. <laughs> Josh, Josh to seems him. to. Josh seems to think that that Cosme is a problem over there, and I, you know, you and I were like, well, you know, he's a rookie, he's working his way up, second round pick, should be pretty good. But I Why wish Josh, Josh was on so here today. It would would have been good for him to be on here today and give us his Cosme update. This just in. Logan Thomas designated to return in week 12. I think that's this week. Yes, 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 because we've had 10 weeks. We've gone through 10 weeks and the bye week, so that's 11. Here we go, dude. Ricky Seals-Jones. Seals-Jones. Is questionable. Shaka Tony question. He was he was uh inactive last week and I know that's um That was that was too bad. Is that David Herzing's favorite dude? It's one of those guys' favorite dudes. It might be. Shaka Tony. Two before in the chat room, chatting it up with X Factor three fifty seven. Oh I yeah, guess, dudes. I and guess. if you guys want to check out our Discord chat room that we Base our podcast out of Aaron. What do they have to go to here? All right. It's apparently Josh set it up so that you don't have to remember this long code anymore. You can go to tinyurl.com slash Harry H F and that should bring you to the Discord invite. <clears throat> Otherwise you can type in discord.gg slash five Y capital W. Capital. We just found out about that. Five Y F T. We weren't ever telling people it was case sensitive, but apparently it is. Yeah. 
Josh. Yeah, Bond. how about that? Well, apparently two before figured you, it out because he just joined the chat area um, this evening during the podcast. Anyway, back to whoever's playing on O-line. So Cosme's questionable. No, he was questionable right. last week, but I don't see anything about coming back for that knee. Week. And then this this time it was a hip thing. But Cornelius Lucas came in and he did a really he he did a good job. Yeah. See that's him, the thing, dude. And we, and we had Charles <laughs> Leno on the left. Charles Leno is like 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 the active lineman. Like he's I don't know. I, I every game we have him, I'm just remember the beginning of the year when we were just like we don't know if he's as good as people say that he is. He was yeah. the best guy that was with the Bears last year, but the Bears offensive line just stunk. And the Bears fans were kind of lukewarm on him because some of my friends are Bears fans, and they're just like, mm. they didn't seem to care that he was gone. Yeah. Um, he's been he's our best, well best player on the line, dude. He's solid. Yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. So our line is going to consist of him, Leno, and, um, oh, my gosh, Cornelius Lucas, and then his Scherf's playing, and then Schweitzer brother, and or, um, or Keith Ismail and Eric somebody. Flowers, yeah, and Eric Flowers who's just been just a uh, he's just been a stalwart on the line, and he's just just massive. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the biggest man on the field every time. I I don't think I've seen a football player larger than him this season. Sweet, especially with, with uh, especially with. Especially with um, um, Heineke being all all kinds of like roughly six foot or so, um, <laughs> Dude, he looks like he's about five nine compared to these. He looks. Guys. I think he's five ten or five eleven officially, but so he's short. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Drew Brees was was uh, generously six foot as well, and he did pretty well in in, in the NFL. So um, we'll have to see. <laughs> I mean, all I know is that in the last two weeks we beat. Tom Brady, and we beat Cam Newton, who had a really good game with Carolina, who also had a really – was it their run defense that was really strong? I don't know. I can Google it, but I just remember One hearing of the, the announcers saying their defense was pretty good. Yeah, it was like – it was. I can't remember. I wanted to say it's the run defense, though. It was probably the pass defense. Um, um, Carolina Panthers uh, – that can't be right. That's not that's not right. <laughs> well, either way, either way, we we pretty much destroyed him and ran all over him, and and, and we ran almost ran two hundred yards on, and we had three passing touchdowns. And Taylor Heineke ran the ball. Taylor Heineke did exactly what you and I have been screaming about these last number of weeks: run the ball, run the ball like once early, just get it out there so they know that you're going to do it, and and they'll start like you know, reacting to that. All right, dude, here's Ugh. what it says. Here's what it says. I'm on some, who knows what this is or who ranks these guys, but they Carolina have the Panthers.com. They have the bucks is ranked the eighth, um, best defense in the league. And they have the Panthers ranked the fifth best defense in the league coming down from third before we beat them. Whoa. How about that? It says it was a rough Sunday for many of the best NFL defenses, and that was very much includes the Carolina Panthers. So if we're putting that up against really good defenses, yeah, maybe we're getting our starting to click right when we need to. You know what I mean? And if we get Logan Thomas back, and 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 maybe Curtis Samuel. I hope we do. I hope we get both of those guys. I want Curtis Samuel to earn some of his money, dude. All of our I free want agents. Somebody with that number to do that, yeah. Except for Leno Jr., the third, have been busts. Fitzpatrick bust. Samuels it's bust. Hainsworth Fitzpatrick bust. Archuleta bust. <laughs> Deion Sanders bust. Bust. <laughs> do I need to name some more? Rich Paul Richardson bust. Paul Richardson, yeah, our last receiver, our last Sam. I don't know, dude. Richardson all I know too. is that Terry McLaurin is is the best receiver we've had since since 
Monk, Sadners, and 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 Clark, um, and and Santana Moss has a little blip in there as well. He played with yeah. awful, awful quarterback. He played with John Beck. <laughs> I think did he play with John Beck? I have no idea. He played with like seventeen different red Washington football team quarterbacks. So John Beck. Man, Santana Moss could have been so much better. Cowboy ta- killer. I like Terry McLaurin more every week. I mean, this week he put up over 100 yards on five catches, including that one in the end zone where he got face masked, still pulled face that mask. thing in. And they didn't call the face mask, mind you. They did, he, call, he pa- just, they did call pass interference, though, didn't they? They did call pass interference. He just reminds me of a receiver from like a past generation who's a lot tougher than most of the receivers that we have yeah. nowadays. Yeah, he said I saw him on that same hype video in an interview saying that this season he's been working on trying to pull down more contested catches. That's what he's been focusing on in his That's game. probably good cuz cuz yeah, you are going to get those it. with Taylor Heineke. <laughs> well, also sure. with, without someone, you know, a super threat on the other side of the field, they're all going to be contested. But speaking yep. of, look how DeAndre Carter has stepped up, dude. This guy's had a touchdown. touchdown three straight weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah I, I might have to get a Terry McLaurin jersey, dude. That yeah, earn, yeah. He's earning it. And everyone knows that if I'm going to buy a jersey of a player, you have to earn it. In fact, I think the last player that I have a jersey for, well, my mom got me an RG3 jersey, I think. <laughs> but the last one that I personally bought. Is he any good? The last yeah. one I personally bought was a long time ago. It may have been LeVar Arrington. Ooh, ooh. And it may Maybe. have been Trey Johnson. I can't remember which one of those. But, yeah. Anyway, we need to, yeah, I, I see what Kenny Ken's saying. And we were talking about this, I think, during the game, weren't we, John? That they need to just, hmm. like, Terry, they just need to go ahead and sign them. Like those guys that you know that you want on your team forever, just sign them. Oh yeah, yeah. Extend him like as early and fast as you can. They're talking about this right now in baseball because I think the Braves just signed some guy that they had or Freddie Freeman. Who? Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. No, not them. The the Rays, not the Braves. Oh, the Rays. Was that who it was? I'm going to look it up right now because he signed. He's like 20 years old and he had one season. And excuse me. Da, 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 da. Let me see what, let me see what I find on that. Yeah, here it is. So Tampa Bay Rays re-signed their young star, Wander Franco. He's only 20 years old, but they signed him to a 12 year contract that guarantees him around $185 million. So they basically think he's going to be really awesome, and this is a deal, right? And this like, is a deal. This is a deal. Like he gets he gets super rich, you know, while beyond his wildest dreams, and they're they've got a, a friendly deal, um, unless he, you know, has you know both his ACLs tear in the next like five years or something like that. So yeah, yeah. Dude. So when you sign someone that's young, but on the uh, so on the other hand, if you sign someone that's young, they could like this and injured. like Terry McLaurin, they could get injured. It could be something really bad, and suddenly you're out like a big hole of money. You know, yeah, but it's like Dan Alex Snyder's Smith. money. It's Dan Snyder's money. We don't care. <laughs> I know, but but you know, Alex Smith made so much money. I guess it didn't matter because we weren't worried about the salary cap those years. But you know, yeah, you're right. So whatever happened with this year, I just remember us talking about how far under the salary cap we were. Like, how far did we mm-hmm. end up being under it? And can't we roll some of that money over? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I just remember, like, the Redskins, or sorry, the Washington, the football team is way under the uh, salary cap, and they have some room to sign some big free agents, and then we sign some medium free agents. Right, right, because, again, Washington has been so bad for so long, the good free agents don't want to come here. Yeah. We'll take some yes. of that money and sign McLaurin yes. is what I'm getting to if we roll that Yeah, over. yeah, and sign him sign him now. You take a chance. He could get injured, but anyone could get injured. I, 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 
he is tougher than just about any other wide receiver I've seen in so, yeah. so long. He's the uh, he's the best thing that came out of Haskins. In fact, I look at it as if we got him in the first round and Haskins was a bum in the third round. That <laughs> I mean, would you would you be happy if we would have given a first round for um, McLaurin, knowing what you do now? I no, would. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd give one for him tomorrow. Hundred percent. Look at this. Uh, let's see in the peanut gallery. Um, let's see. Two B two B four says he's been listening to the podcast for over four years, and he's glad to join the group. Well, oh, welcome, wow, nice dude. Welcome to B four. If that if I'm saying that correctly, and Kenny Ken. Well, we found the deal here. Kenny Ken A, for as well as he does in fantasy football. He can't pick good Redskins when it comes to buying jerseys. His his last two jerseys were Jason Taylor and Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> Here's what I have to say about your jersey. Those were big ability. signings. <laughs> Dude, don't ever buy a jersey again of a player that we like, because then he's going to end up sucking. So don't buy a McClure Just get a Sonny Jergison jersey. Yeah, get one that you can't ruin. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a Riggins jersey. Uh, Riggins. Uh, Riggins. Art Monk, Green. Theisman. Theisman's a big one. Something that you can't jinx, dude. <laughs> Theisman. Mark Rippin. Jason Campbell. I haven't seen a Mark Rippin jersey in years, dude. Years. Yeah, you don't really see, Number 11. You don't really see it. I mean, Patrick Ramsey since then. <laughs> dude. Kitty kid, you need a Patrick Ramsey jersey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, I've seen stories from people who are on like Twitter and things like that, where they'll put out a whole like just cover like a bed with jerseys of players they bought like quarterbacks, and it would be like you know like John Beck, Jason Campbell. Um, I think the reason oh, man, why. I did- I think the reason why I don't buy that many jerseys and I make sure the players are good is because I'm too cheap to just go buy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't want this jersey if this guy's going to suck next year. Oh, one thing, dude, before we go any further, I do not want to forget about this again. Last week, we felt really bad because we did not give a proper tribute oh, to yeah, Sam man. Huff. Hall of yeah. Famer. Uh, radio host for my entire childhood, um, I would turn off the sound on the TV and listen to Sonny Sam and Frank call the games, and so would you. Um, Absolutely. I, I mean, I didn't know him as a player because he was, you know, he w- was retired when I was there. But, um, dude, him and Sonny going at it, Frank holding down the fort, those dudes were the best. That's like the golden age, dude. Yeah, and, really is. Um, <clears throat> he was getting kind of, you know, he he had a fight with dementia, um, and you could tell his last few seasons on the air, and he still was trying. But um, anyway, I mean, he was diagnosed with that, I think, in 2012. Yeah, and he was. When did he actually stop calling games? Was it that long ago? It, he, I think it was a year or two after that. I can't remember offhand. Okay, but it was before. It was before Sunny. But anyway, um, Sam Huff, great Redskin. Um, he also number seventy, the- number seventy. He always wore an offensive lineman's jersey because when he was in college, he was playing offensive lineman, and then he got huh. drafted by the Giants, and they switched him to like linebacker, and he was like, "I'm still wearing my number 70. Yeah, kind so of I the way I- say, the way he would say that. <laughs> it's Daryl Pounds. So I heard. <laughs> I, I heard Al. I heard Al. Um, Galdi the other day talking about Sam Huff and he said that when he got traded from the Giants he was like so oh, mad and he made it he, his mission to like the get the coach the fired and he wanted to get the coach fired apparently and so when yeah, the Redskins he, yeah. played them and we were beating them like I forget what it was it was like 69 to 40 or something I think it was to 41 or something like that, yeah. or 70 to 41, something like that. Well, yeah, I think we were beating them like 60-something to 40-something. And at the end of right. the game, he got the he got the Redskins coach 
to um, send out the field goal kicker because he wanted to put up 70 on that coach from the Giants. He just want, he was just like, I'm going to put three more up on you, on you. you. It breaks <laughs> 70. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So um, I'm going to – well, I've already been missing hearing Sam on the radio, but, you know, it kind of sucks. Anyway, I'm not, all right, so back to back to what we were talking about. So Sam Huff. All right, so the quarterbacks that we were, I was talking about, some of the current quarterbacks that we had in the twenty in the uh, the last twenty years, John Beck, who is a quarterback coaching guru, by the way, Rex Sexy Rexy Grossman, McNubb, uh, Todd Collins. That's who I was thinking of. I was like, who is that like nondescript guy who was a backup for a while? He wore number fifteen and he played with Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. He I don't even remember coach. him. Our coach, Jim Zorn, was our head coach. And we had that sound effect on the podcast. Remember, Zorn. Zorn. <laughs> Zorn. Uh, and he thought our colors Ramsey. were like maroon and black. <laughs> maroon and black. Tim Hasselbeck. We had we had Matt Hasselbeck's brother as a quarterback here. That guy that's always negative, like negative Nancy on ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had him. Jane Matthews. Oh man, when Steve Spurrier was here, Shane Matthews and Danny Warfel. Shane Matthews. Wow. Tony Banks. That's another one I was trying to figure out. <laughs> I was just like, we had it. Oh my God. Jeff George. <laughs> Jeff Aaron's George. favorite one, Jeff George. Brad Johnson was decent. Yeah, he was decent. And instead, we, instead of signing him for a long deal, we let him go and he went and won the Super Bowl with uh, Tampa Bay. Good job, Danny. <laughs> that was Dan Snyder, like letting letting one of our our guys who came here and liked it here, wanted to stay here, letting that guy go, so we can sign people like Hainsworth. Why are we talking about because he wants to? Why? We were talking about. Why was I talking about all the old know. quarterbacks? We were talking about jerseys that you would purchase, and then it somehow went. To oh play. yeah, that's right, that's right. And the people like have a whole bed full of it with jerseys of these guys. And you're just like, who are these guys? Tony Banks, Todd Collins. Dude, did we mention last week about the jersey at the stadium? the The child's jersey of Haskins that they had in the stadium. Oh, shop. dude, yeah. I took a picture. The stadium of it store. I, we we took a visit through the stadium store. Yeah, we didn't buy anything because. You know, nope. we're, we're boycotting that. But we did look at the prices, and Dan Snyder and company are selling a toddler's-sized Haskins jersey on sale. Reduced. On sale. Reduced. But was he induced? Nope, but he was reduced. From a hundred, I think it was like a hundred and fourteen dollars down to fifty seven ninety nine for a toddler jersey of Dwayne Haskin. Fifty seven ninety nine. Who's gonna buy that? <laughs> Is he any good? Who? <laughs> Who's gonna go into that store and be like, "Oh look, look, John, look, we can get this for little Billy. It's a Haskins jersey, and it's only fifty seven ninety nine." He can wear it for a month. He can wear it for another month before he outgrows it. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I bet you that same exact jersey has been in that store for the last two years for some time. Oh my gosh! I wonder how many times that jersey has been picked up by people like us and then and then put back down with the huh <laughs> attitude. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay, we need to give our games and kicks, dude, because we've been mm, off on a tangent. On. All right, so um, this week the Redskins released two players from the practice squad, two guys you never heard of, and they signed a guard and a center. The guard, Deion Shaq Calhoun. Where's um, he from? From Mississippi State, where he played with Montez Sweat, except he played on the other side of the line. And a center, Tyler Gauthier. Gauthier. Is he French? It looks French, but he's we he went to Miami, so probably not. And he's bounced around the AFC East. Okay. So we, who were the dudes we cut, we cut that we don't know who they were? Wide receiver and brought into a, a, a to a offensive lineman. So obviously, obviously those guys. 
obviously the team is worried about our O-line like I am. We can't suffer very more injuries in there. Yeah. I'm surprised they played as well as they did. Unsung heroes, man. They always are. Yep. All right, so can we give our games and kicks Um, at this point? Yeah. No? Yeah? No? Yeah. All right. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you, as always, by Ritapoo. Ritapoo, our only sponsor ever. No, that's not true. We had Desmond C. Lee for a while and David Lee. It seems like people named Lee are our sponsors. Yeah. But that was in the heyday of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The heyday. In the heyday. Before all this newfangled, like, video stuff. Video stuff and things like that. But all right, Mac, when it would take literally 30 minutes for me to upload the podcast. If not longer. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You should go first. You go first. I already know who you're picking. Antonio Gibson for fumbling again. Which could have cost us and, the game. And Cam Newton. At the end of the game. Oh, 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 thank you. How can I forget? <laughs> he submitted it at the end of the game when he went out of bounds to give the Panthers run. the ball back. Just fall down yeah, into in bounds. I didn't like those three those play calls there at the very end. Other than that, Nord Jr. did a better job than normal. But why did he fall down in bounds? In bounds. Yeah. Just fall down. All right, go ahead, dude. I should I should have just given him a kick as well and use that use the, use the end of the game as my example. Cuz cuz man, Gibson, you, you he just hasn't that, I mean, it's like he needs to be like Tiki Barber was when Tiki Barber just got a case of fumbles that year and just put a put a ball in your in your arm. Walk around the yeah. office, walk around the train, walk around your house, walk around Foo Lion <laughs> or Harris Teeter. And he got back. Walk around, target, do just, and, and people are going to try to slap that ball in your hands. They're going to be doing the peanut punch all day. You got to keep that ball in your hands. We didn't talk about him, next time, him getting Next benched. time, it's not going to be for a half a game he's going to get benched. He's going to be benched for a whole game because every time he fumbles, it's in a super awful key locate key time and it's usually in the red zone yeah oh it's just uh or our own red zone (laughs) yeah the other teams yeah so it's just a little too too loose with it you know he's got to tuck it in got to tuck that ball in i'm gonna keep mine tucked in who all right so who are you giving yours to i'm just gonna tuck mine in didn't I just say? Oh, you're giving yours also to him. That's what you just said. No, I said I. Uh, <laughs> you were like, I should have given mine to him also for that same. Play. That's right. I you, forgot. I, I forgot. Dude, I said you're that getting for a old. Second. You're getting old. <laughs> to answer that, 100 yes. Did I just um, say? I don't know. Did you just say? I'm too old to remember. Did you just say? I think you just said. <laughs> what? What? It's like the old men. It's like the old Muppet dudes in the in the Laurel and Hardy that that hang out in the in the in the box, you know, the, the box at the theater. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> well, Toby, Toby Four is giving his to Gibson while you're thinking about yours. I I can't really think of anybody else that I really wanted to kick in this game. No, I know exactly what I'm going to kick. I'm going to kick Cam Newton. I hate Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. That's it. That's it? No other? Okay. Well, we did play pretty well. I'm sure there's someone that we would kick if we actually watched the game yesterday instead of four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyone else in the peanut gallery want to give out a kick? We All we've got is two before. 
David Herzing, what's up, dude? I see he's in there hanging out, as always. Sup, he says. Um, X Factor's typing his in. So in the meantime, we will oh, oh, oh. Here it is. Also Gibson. It's like a unanimous triple it really, quadruple kick to Gibson for almost losing us the game. He just he just needs to tuck his in. I'm just gonna tuck mine in. <laughs> and now the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award. You go first, John, because I don't want to steal your thunder. Well, there's a plus. I really wanted to give mine to Taylor Heineke because through three touchdown passes, he managed the game, was able to balance things out between the runs and the passes and everything did a great job mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. just just he just keeps getting better and better i love it mm-hmm. but no my game ball is going to none other than troy apke <laughs> you told me this and i have to agree you know why you he had know a huge why. play huge play dude he I don't know who I don't know who had that ball, but he grabbed something and that ball was let go and he 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 recovered it. Something happened. Something happened. Something got twisted. I could feel it. Something, something got, got twisted. twisted. And and Troy Apke came out of that pile with that ball and that could have saved the game. Who fumbled that? Was that Heineke? I think it was. No, it was on special teams. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Wasn't it DeAndre he, Carter? Maybe, yeah, DeAndre. If he wouldn't have come I think up it with was. That, oh my gosh. Just yeah, you just you just Yeah. In that vein though, Taylor Heineke has been getting better and better. And the more they mm-hmm. like they had those four losses in a row where it was almost like they were trying to not to make him not play like himself, it seemed like. Right. But now I think they've realized, dude, he's got to, you got to give him a chance. And it could be that they're opening up the playbook a little bit more now that they can see that he's, he's comfortable with more things. So and I mean, they're they, seeing they've that, added bootlegs that, and, and, and things like that, that we weren't seeing earlier in the season. Um, and, and like DeAndre Carter has learned stuff, you know, Cam Sims caught a touchdown. Adam yeah. Humphreys had two really key grabs in that game. He really is like, like clutch guy. Yeah, too cool for school. He's too actually school. he's grow, cool he's I'm warming to him. I'm warming to him. <laughs> um, so so yeah. But it looks like X Factor 357 is giving his to Taylor Heineke, so I will give mine to someone else. And that's going to be Terry McLaurin for another yeah. incredible game and 105 yards or so and a touchdown. And that touchdown was contested and a couple of other big catches that we really needed. Um, so that's who I'm giving mine to. Um, that's great. I like Darren that. McLaurin. So let's see who else is. Did I tell you Josh is in Scotland right now? I think so. I couldn't remember. So uh, he's it's gotta be, it's, it's almost one in the morning. Yeah. But, um, is he locked in somewhere? Fireflies here. He's over there. So, what's Josh's excuse? I love you guys. Man. I don't know. <laughs> I figured Josh would say something, but maybe um, he was studying up on Cosme. Maybe he's studying game film on Cosme so we can talk about him next week. Maybe that's what he's doing. Two before has a nice, another a good one for uh, Bates for catching that fourth down pass. You're telling huge, me that, that fourth huge. down pass was different, was not the same pass where Heineke threw it sidearm. I'm like combining two plays. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, because he threw it sidearm to his right. I thought that was the one to Bates. All right, I'm not going to argue with you. He, he dropped back and threw it to the right on like, like I guess, a, a slant or, or not a, a, an out. Okay. Um, on the left, he had down. to like move around the trench and then he did the dosi do with the with the defender and then another defender was running right at him he just threw it and somehow somehow Bates had like the softest hands in the world because oh. I don't see how that ball wouldn't have wouldn't didn't get coughed out of there 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Bates... I mean, there were people when he was coming out of uh, college this year that said that he, besides that guy, uh, who was who was the tight end picked in the first round? The really, uh, really the guy that went to the Falcons. Yeah, what's his name? Anyway, besides that guy, they said that Bates was like had the best hands in the draft for the tight ends. Which is saying something because name? it wasn't really a, a he wasn't really a pass catching tight end in college. Yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts is Pitts, who we were you. thinking of. Yeah, Pitts. So, I mean, Pitts. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be a good tight end. I've been saying that. But I would well, also uh, like to that, see Logan Thomas back. <laughs> yeah. Because he just yeah. adds a whole other dimension that we could really use if we're going to continue this push. You know, we really, sometimes with people that used to be quarterbacks in, in college, like uh, – like like a uh, um, Logan, like uh, there's another Julian Edelman used to be the quarterback at Indiana. Some of those guys are really really smart, and they 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 really play intelligent roles on their teams. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah, they're intelligent. I don't know. They're intelligent, but they're they're able to do a lot of stuff that 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of like like Ron Rivera says he talks about guys that he likes to get that can play multiple positions and so some of these guys are able to do the same thing, yeah. like Logan Thomas and and they use their knowledge in the in the past for being a quarterback to their advantage and some some guys you don't really see it with but like Logan Thomas you see it with Julian Edelman, uh, Antoine Randall. I don't know who else. <laughs> Not Antoine Randall. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know what you're saying dude I dig what you're screaming okay I okay. need to give my precarious prediction and we need to round this thing up we've been going for over an hour alright alright we're coming up this weekend not Sunday Monday night football dun, 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 dun. Seattle is coming to FedEx Field. All right. I can't stand Seattle. They always put us out of the playoffs, and I've pretty much hated them ever since um, the other Hasselbeck said that they wanted the ball and they were going to win or something like that. <laughs> Tim Hasselbeck's brother. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to score. So And we're going to score. So here's my prediction for the game. I'm not going to get into all the fine details. I'm just going to give you the main details, the scoreboard at the end is going to read Washington 34, Seattle 12. 34 to 12. 34 to 12. Mark it down, dude. Mark it, dude. Mark it. Next frame. 34 to 12. I'm <laughs> 34 talking about to 12. the line in the sand, dude. Across this line, you do not. Oh, indeed. <laughs> oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> It's so All right, 34 to 12. 34 to 12. I got a rash. <laughs> All right, dudes. Anything else? Anyone else wants to say anything? I don't see anyone chatting very much. Nope. Talk amongst yourselves about Thanksgiving and your favorite pie in the uh, chat room. And um, key lime. Key li- I like the key lime pie myself. For Thanksgiving? That's a summer pie. What's wrong with you? It's an all-the-time pie in the South. That's true. All right, anyway, everyone talk about their favorite pie in the chat room. We'll talk. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you get to spend some time with your friends and family. And hopefully, the Cowboys lose. And mm-hmm. come Monday Cowboys night, Cowboys lose and we roll. win on Monday night. We'll be we- two games out of first place. And we still have to play them twice. We still have to play them twice. Philadelphia twice. And the Nats who are behind us, once. Yep. All right, dude. Um, oh, let me get the outro going. Yeah. I don't hear it. Oh, there it is. Anyway, is. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room on this Thanksgiving Eve. X Factor 357, 2B4, David Herzing, Firefly, who I think might have fell asleep. Kenny Ken 20. Iron Badoo! 
Um, anyone else in there that I missed? Uh, Cole CC was in there. Um, anyway. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, yeah, like, in the words of Dan Snyder. First up, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> um, check us out on Discord. You can go to tinyurl.com slash harryhf. We'll take you to our Discord room. Call the hog line, 202-735-1788. You can send us an email at hhfpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can reach us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Is that about it? That's about it. H-A-R-R-Y Hog. Yep. All right, dudes. Uh, hail to the Redskins. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do tomorrow. Joke Later, dudes. <laughs>